welcome to Insert Super Fun here, episode 29. 29. 29. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> we're off to a strong start. Um, I'm Allison. I'm Parker. And today we're talking about the Green Hornet. Yes, the 2011 Green Hornet movie with Seth Rogen. God. 2011 doesn't sound like it was that long oh, ago, but, but it was that yeah, long ago. Yeah, it was a Anytime I... Uh, I was rewatching. It was like a third grader ago. I was rewatching. We bought a zoo uh, last weekend, <laughs> and then Christ. I looked up because I was like, "Huh, it just feels kind of like dated when it comes to certain things." And I was like, "Oh, 2011." Yeah, and it was before like Avengers, right before Avengers came out. So Scarlett Johansson was still in it, you know. And then Avengers blew up, and all that stuff. it was very apparent too that. Also came out before the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which is everything. Yeah, looking. I mean, we talk about this just not when we're recording things, but right. like some of our favorite shows that we watch that are from like the two thousands. You're just like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not good. <laughs> well, so I, I mean, because have you seen this before? I have seen it before, okay. but I think I only saw it once. Okay. Um. Theater, at home. Oh, definitely at home. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I remember when it came out, I was excited about it. And then you just never saw it? And then I it? just never saw it. Huh. Yeah. I mean... 2011 Park was flaky. <laughs> if it wasn't a Marvel movie. <laughs> I wasn't going. Uh, well, that's really, really interesting to me because as a nerd... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... Well, that's why I wanted... Or geek. To... Well, sorry. I don't know what the proper... <laughs> I've been called other things. Yeah. <laughs> but as like, well, that's why I was like, oh, I need to go see this. Because uh-huh. I was, and I still feel this way when it comes to almost a lot a lot of superhero movies. I mean, maybe not as much now because mm-hmm. they're just everywhere. Mm-hmm. But then as they were making things, it's just like, no, I need to see everything because I want to show them I support them. Right. And then they'll keep making these things. And but so, apparently you did feel never that way about yeah. Green Hornet. Well, I mean, the Green Hornet was just, first of all, it's a Well, because super... you weren't like a fan of the comic book or anything, no, right? No. Yeah. I mean, it was... That's a little bit different, I it's guess. It's super old. Like, it was a... Wasn't it like a radio show in the... Thir- it was a radio show in the 30s. And then they had movie serials and then a TV show and then comic books and stuff. But I never... Mm. I, I don't know. I was... It wasn't mainstream. No, it wasn't mainstream. Yeah. So, I knew of the Green Hornet. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew concepts of the Green Hornet, but I just didn't know... I just... Yeah, just never saw the movie. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad now, but... <laughs> I mean, I think the the superhero movie... Uh, genre. Genre has yeah. survived yes. to not seeing See, Green Hornet in theaters. I've seen many of them. <laughs> um... Okay, so, yeah, so I definitely saw it at, like, home or something, like, I mean, it was definitely, I don't know, it was not too long after it came, like, it was available, I'm sorry, I cannot for the life of me remember, like, 2011, 2012, like, what the home viewing situation was like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Did we live together? No. 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 That was when you lived on East Ave or you just moved to Park Ave. I don't know. But I was in the city. Yeah. So you were probably in Fairport. And in 2011, Um, you were working a lot at Apple. 
2011, I lived over on Hinsdale oh, with Mike. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what. Jeez. I know. God, we're old. That, I think that was the first oh, year. Okay. I thought for some reason I went further back. No. Okay. Yeah. But you were working a lot anyway. Pretty sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Wow. <laughs> this was a riveting And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode <laughs> and this podcast. Recording. <laughs> no, but um, so I'm actually trying to remember what like the home viewing situation yeah. was like because it's really hard to remember at what point it's just so easy to so do you mean? When you I say mean, I could have red boxed it. That will either yeah. red box it or get a mailed. Yeah, Netflix? I don't think I was doing mailed Netflix at that time, though. Okay. Well, because I was doing mailed Netflix when I lived in East Ave. Oh wow! So because I don't think the streaming was really the streaming was more expensive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I just didn't. I mean, probably like five dollars more a month, but to us, it was like insane. Oh yeah. I mean, a lot of people still didn't do it. Yeah. Then because internet wasn't right. Great, great. Yeah. You know. Wasn't... No, but I could have red boxed it. But I think it was. I think it was <laughs> relative. Really dating. <laughs> this is an old man podcast. Oh my god! Why does it seem like that was the dark ages? You know, it, it, it was nine years ago. Archaic. And I waited. And <laughs> I waited at my mailbox. For a D, the second DVD of a show I'm trying to quote unquote binge, binge. that was probably <laughs> scratched. Yes. It just it, that just, you missed crucial moments of, or it wouldn't play at all, and then you'd have to send it back. That, right, and then yeah, it just it felt it's archaic. Yeah, and it, you were limited to only like two or three a month, depending only on what you did. Nine years, nine to ten years ago. Could you imagine? And it was still like, what was it like? It was still nine dollars to yeah. do like. Oh yeah, it was eight ninety nine to do one DVD a month. I mean, <laughs> one DVD at a time. Oh, it was one DVD. Oh yeah, one yeah. at a time. I don't know why I was thinking. I couldn't afford two at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was making that teacher money still. I just gonna do it. Oh my god, that's yeah. just oh, that's crazy to yeah. think about. It's crazy. Yeah. Like it just, but it feels archaic to me. Mm-hmm. Like. What kind of monsters were we? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I think about that. I've been thinking about that a lot. Okay, this podcast is really off the rails already. Mm-hmm. I think it shows. Um, I don't think so. I think we're we're no. we're sowing the seeds for yes. what the what the universe was like at that time. But also, I think you can always tell how we felt about a movie if we jump into the movie or not. I guess. <laughs> Where I'm just like, no, this so, conversation is better. I think, okay, so this, I guess let's talk about the movie. I don't dislike the movie. Um, I think that if you're not a Seth Rogen fan, right. you probably hated it. Like, because there are some people that are viscerally against yeah, Seth. Seth Rogen. I get it. He can be a polarizing figure. <laughs> but, um, I mean, all in all, it's because it's kind of a cross between... Billy Madison and a super superhero coming of age movie. Cause it's like, he doesn't really, he's not really interested in being a superhero. Mm-hmm. He's interested in like living like a rich kid and dressing up yeah. and doing that stuff. Okay. I, I, yeah, no, I completely understand what you're saying. Okay, but you disagree, well, so no, I, I guess disagree. go ahead. I don't disagree, because I think... Well, I just want to know why you're having this reaction to, I don't know, to I my don't... very honest... Well, because I picture Billy Madison. 
And just how extremely... That's why I said it wasn't a straight-up Billy no, Madison I... remake. No, I know. I just... I don't know. I'm just picturing Adam Sandler as Billy Madison trying It to did kind of... But, though, it did kind of feel like if okay. Adam Sandler yes. was a superhero. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Okay. No, I get it. I'm not mad about it. I'm not angry. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. It was that. He didn't want... Like, he didn't want to be a superhero. He just wanted to be popular. Yeah. Well, he wanted to be a superhero. He didn't want to do it to help people. Right. The big scheme of things. He wanted it for the adventure. Yeah, the and adventure the, and all that yeah. stuff. Yes. And I, the costume. I and agree. the car. I agree. I also... I think... I think how he acted, though, too, with the... with the part, even when he was stole a superhero before he kind of felt like he really wanted to help people, it was a really great... How Bruce Wayne should act in public mm-hmm. type thing. I think he did that better because maybe he was playing someone who was. Then I think a lot of the Bruce Waynes mm-hmm. in the movies acted. Yeah. You know, because they still didn't act like. Like, I think the closest play, quote unquote, playboy type acting was. Um, he, no. Um, Christian. Christian Bales. Yeah, like when he went into the yeah. um, fountain and bought yeah. the hotel. And those yeah. type of things is. How I picture, like, oh, that really throws people off the scent. Yeah. So I thought that was just how he was acting even after. Was, that was kind of cool. So I know that you haven't read the comics or anything, but I think it's interesting. I, so I don't know how true this is to the comics, but um, the fact that... So his mom is not in the picture at all. I assume mm-hmm. she died when he was very, very little or... or whatever. She's right. just not there. Right. And then his dad is kind of a selfish, like standoffish right. prick. Um, but also is supposed to be like this very, um, like honest and, and upstanding newspaper right. man. Wanted to be but, fair. Right. Yeah. But I, what I thought was interesting is that in most of these superhero, um, origin stories, they are very close to their parents. And then their parents die or something? Well, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of these... Uh, I mean, not always across the board. No, but no. Like, well, yes. That, that is. I mean, yeah. he... They still had the dad death. Yeah. You know, so they still had that. But, I mean, the movie opens with his dad tearing his the head off his favorite toy and yeah. throwing it in the garbage. Right. No, did he just throw the head in the garbage and then gave him back the toy? Yeah, he had he had the yeah. body of the superhero, but he, but he threw, threw the, the head, head in the trash. So he said, you, can st- you still have to play with this. It was pretty rough. But yeah, it was really traumatic. Um, but it's um, it's interesting because, you know, when, he, when it flashes forward to the present day when right. he's older, everybody thinks of his dad as this upstanding, right. great well, guy. Right, like that around everyone else. Right, and, and so but Brett... But he wasn't a good dad. Brett, Brent is the only one that, like, doesn't really like his dad. Which I understand. Yeah. His dad was a prick. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I just thought that was kind of, um, again, I don't know how true it is to the comics. I don't know if the com. I'm just trying to picture, a, not just a comic, but, like, a 1930 serial really focusing on that piece. Yeah. You know, um, I think... What I like, uh, because they had to give him a back, a real backstory that the back right. then I don't think people cared that much. Um, what I really liked about, I think what I found fascinating, and this is the one thing I knew about the Green Hornet, 
was I really like the concept. And so now I also see why probably the show worked yeah. and why things, um, he, he was popular of to be a superhero, to pretend to the public, you're an actual villain. I mean, it is very Batman, yeah. where a vigilante, and he wants people yeah. scared of him and stuff. But I just like the concept of he wanted everyone, the Green Hornet, Brick wanted everyone to think that he was a villain. Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know why. I just, I think that concept's pretty cool. Yeah. So I really liked that. Right. And that's what I like about the character as a whole. I don't know. I mean, it played fine in the movie. Yeah. But the character as a whole, I think that was a really cool thing. Um, Yeah. Um, I really liked Kato. Yes. I thought Kato was great. I think Kato's character is is great, but he was, like, yeah, the guy who played Kato and, and, like, in the movie was was amazing. He was great. I had no clue who he was. Yeah. But he was hilarious, and he just, he was really cool. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, no, I really, and I'm glad... I'm glad they didn't do... I mean, Lone Ranger was after this. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad they didn't do like what Lone Ranger did. Oh, where they have Tonto a white actor play to play Kato? Tonto. Well, you're, you're saying... Oh, right. No, for this. Yes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was like, Allison, <laughs> that's not his name in Lone Ranger. No. But yes. Right. Instead yeah. of getting someone who might have been super popular or all that's you know and just mm-hmm. put a white actor in. I'm very yeah. glad they right did that. And in 2011 <laughs> who knows. Right. So I'm glad that I'm glad they went that way. Yeah. And try to make it more surprised Scar- Scarlett Johansson didn't play. <laughs> yeah, right. Didn't want to play Kato. But yeah, no, it's just yeah, cuz I think about it, I was like I haven't seen Although that. if this movie came out now, Kato would be a woman. Yes. Yes. I think but she, still an Asian woman. Yeah, I think it would be an Asian mm-hmm. woman. Mm. I mean, I think it would have I don't think it would have been cast as an Asian woman. No. And then they would they would have been an outcry, yeah. which deserves mm-hmm. and then right. But I think yes, you're hundred percent right. I think it yeah. was made now. Um and I didn't see Lone Ranger. Um and I really good with never seeing it as much as I love Army Hammer. Mm. I just think the decision to make Johnny Depp yeah. Tonto was just ridiculous. I mean, to be fair, I think Johnny Depp is like a 16th Cherokee or something. Yeah, but then he does that cologne. Sauvage. <laughs> it's shots in the commercials for it and it's just so offensive. It's just so bad. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, it's just, yeah. So I'm glad. So the movie gets, it's sad that I have to give the movie kudos for actually <laughs> not, not, being, not being offensive. What's the word? Appropri- appropriation. It's not appropriation. Okay. What whitewashing? But, well, yes, I'm glad there they didn't go. whitewash. Yeah. Yes. So it was. Yeah. So Kato was great. Mm-hmm. He he was funny, but I like how they're. They didn't spend a lot of time on them becoming friends. It just kind of happened, and I kind of like that. Yeah, it was like a little montage thing yeah, of them getting drunk. In the same day. Yeah. And just, it was just, I don't know, I just felt like, because Seth Rogen's bricked in this, like, so I don't know how Brick acted in the comic books or the, yeah. all that stuff, but I, 
you know, he was a childish guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was the, the 30s, so it was probably like a... Right. Like, probably more suave, I think but... more about the TV show. Was the TV show in the 60s? Yeah. Okay, so, but so probably stole a little more suave. Yeah. And do party-type right. stuff. He wasn't a stoner. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I just think the way they... Because of Britt's character in this movie, I think it was... It felt very realistic. Yeah. That they would have become fast friends because they both like to drink and yeah. like to just cars and yeah. things like that. I just thought it was kind of fun. I also liked how didn't, and we saw this movie three weeks ago, a while ago. So correct me if I'm wrong. If you remember, didn't Cato also say that his dad was a dick? His dad? Yeah, that, um, Brits, Cato's dad. No, oh, Brits dad. Brits dad? <laughs> I don't think, I don't, yeah, I don't think that he had like, the same attitude as like no, everyone not else as about the, him. Right. Yeah. I thought he just kind of like he he was grateful for him giving him a job and mm-hmm. fixing his cars, but I think he was just kind of like yeah, yeah. He knew he was a dick. he knew yeah. he was kind of like a dick. So I just kind of thought they could have spent a long time on building their friendship, yeah. But instead, they were able just to have it happen quickly. Yeah. Like the origin story went fast, right? And I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I was glad. We know what happens. Right. Your dad dies. The person you're going to go after killed your dad. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just how it is. But I just really enjoyed um, that they didn't waste time with all of that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I, And I thought Seth Rogen was good. You know, I thought he did a very nice job with this. I'm sorry. I'm just reading mm-hmm. my notes about uh, this because I just remembered notes. that I took notes yeah. about it. I mean, there's not a lot. Um but I made a note about how this movie is not great because at one point we had a whole conversation about the logistics of giving a hand job to like a limp dick. We did? Yeah. Oh. A, like a, a soft but dick that hand job. Was that in the movie? No. Okay. I was like, was something like that in the I movie? I mean, I think there was what something in the movie that, that sparked it, but I can't I remember. I didn't like your hand motions for this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said visual... hand job. <laughs> yes. But, um, um, okay, so yeah, no, no, we talked a lot during two. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't just, and it, yeah. for a movie that you haven't seen since 2011. And, and normally, I'm pretty, seen. like, I want to hear all right. the dialogue and everything, and like I'm just like, if it's a movie whatever. we've seen multiple times. Yeah, we then we're kind of okay with it. Yeah, but, yes. Uh, but, um, but I thought in the, I don't think that was, I don't think it was the acting that was bad. No. I, I just think the story no, I mean, wasn't like, great. For, for the way that, that they wanted the story, mm-hmm. like, Seth Rogen, I think, was great. I thought he was. I, I think I remember. Yeah, I remember. Cato seeing... was great. My main problem was, was Cameron Diaz. Well, Cameron Diaz, first of all, didn't do anything. She was underused. Yes. There was no reason to have Cameron Diaz in that role. Well, no. And the thing is, Cameron Diaz is really, really good in. To have her in that role, they needed to have her do a few more, like, slapsticky type yeah. things. Because she's good in those. Right. Have her get into more awkward situations with Brett. Right. Like, they had a couple. Yeah. Like, at the end, when um, she had to try to take the bullet out of him. Yeah. And stuff, and they were... And well, that's when... Yeah. <clears throat> that's when she was great. Right. I just think that, yeah, <clears throat> the casting was off on it. Right. Or I think the, the more that we... The casting and the... How they made the character. I don't think the character was. Strong. The character didn't either. fit her. No, it didn't fit her. But I don't think the character even was a to be a love interest. It just felt kind of thrown together. I just, I mean, she wasn't supposed to be a love interest. Like Britt was supposed to think she was hot and like, you know, sexually harass her basically. 
Yeah. Um, I thought she was supposed to be a love interest for Kato. For Kato. Yeah. Yeah, but I still She was, it. but there was like and not that there wasn't chemistry, but there kind of wasn't. There wasn't chemistry, no. Um, but I just I yeah. I'm trying to think of like who would have been really great in that role. Who was big in two thousand and eleven? Oh Jesus. I don't know. Well, that's why we I can't even we can't even think <laughs> about two thousand eleven. Uh, you know what? Someone who let's just say Natalie Portman. <laughs> Get her out of those Thor movies. <laughs> Put what her if in Cameron Diaz is in the Thor movies? I don't think she would have been no. a good Jane Foster no. either. That wouldn't have worked. Um, what but, do you think Natalie Portman? Well, no, I mean, no, I could so see it. because the char- the way she treated Jane Foster would have yeah. fit this character. Okay, more like like not slapsticky at all, but more just kind of serious about her job. Yeah. More serious about her job. Right. Um, and just, I mean, it's okay. Natalie Portman, I feel like, in the Thor movies has literally no chemistry with anybody. Right. So you don't need someone who has chemistry. Yeah. With people in this. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I thought she just would have been a fine, straight, lace type character. Well, not that she could have had chemistry. We will never know. We'll never know. But, I mean, she has chemistry with people like, um, not Hayden Christensen, but, uh... Uh, Some of her biggest movies. Not Chris Hemsworth. And, How do you not have chemistry with Chris Hemsworth? I don't know. Right? But I did just rewatch uh, No Strings Attached, and I thought she was good with Ashton oh, Kutcher. This is the thing. She's a good actress. Well, I'm just I saying, just sometimes think, people don't have chemistry. Because I love, I love her in V for Vendetta. Yeah. You know, she's, but she's not a love interest well, in right. that. That's the thing. I don't, think, I don't know if she plays a good love interest. Well, she was good in No Strings Attached. I've never seen that. I'm sorry. Unless you see every Natalie Portman movie. Is, I thought she had great chemistry with the, Mila Kunis. In Black Swan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She did. I, I agree. There was definitely chemistry. Even if it was all in her head. I mean... Chemistry. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe. If the movie's more than five years old, yeah, I, guess I we think can, we can. Yeah. You know what? New rule. The movie's more than a year old. Yeah. We're going to spoil it. The only other note I had is that um, when you talk about, like, comic book stuff, yes. when you get, like, really excited about it, you say we a lot. Like, like the royal we, but I know you're talking about, like, we as, like, nerds and yeah. geeks and comic book people, but I... you it were feels talking, like my tribe. You were talking about something, and you were just, like... It was like you were speaking for all of the geeks out there, but you do. It's like when yeah. you're when you're talking about like I'm sure that when we talk about our next movie, mm-hmm. yes, that's going to be you the entire episode. So I just want to, but yeah, we're also going to try not. I'm yes, I'm going to also try to rein in myself with like back history of stuff, yeah, and things too. There's like a three hour podcast yeah. about Superman. I, I can't help it. <laughs> I love so Superman. Why Superman. do you think it's tattooed on my body? Ugh, Superman's <laughs> such a nerd. Oh, I hate you. We'll talk so about that much, next yes. week. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, so who played the bad guy? Because um, that was weird too, um, right? Chris. Chris. Chris? Oh, Christoph Waltz. Yes. Which was completely unexpected and well, I completely and forgot completely about. Completely miscast. It, yeah, it just it was a but it was a bad character. Well, it was I also know they like to make because he does a great job when he plays quirky characters and I and think quirky that, bad guys. The problem was is that they he was a little quirky, yeah. but he either needed to not be quirky at all or, or be, be more, more quirky. quirky. Yeah, quirky, 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 
quirky. Quirk. Quirky. Quirky. You're saying like quirky. I know. No, but he, so they neither either needed to like dial it back or, or like push it, it forward yes, because it was just like a weird. I mean, some of the things I, I like, I thought it was hilarious that he was like trying to push that nickname for himself. Yes. Well, um. So yes. I I thought that that was funny, but like it it reminded me a lot of um. You never watched the Orville, did you? No. Okay. Oh, I so watched like, the first episode and just couldn't. Right. So like, the problem is is that. You have somebody who can definitely do, and I guess maybe kind of the same thing yeah. with Cameron Diaz, right. where you have these people where you know what they're capable of, but the character that they're playing is not is not the direction that you feel right. it should be well, going. It doesn't feel organic, the, and and that's are, what those like Christoph Waltz and Cameron Diaz in this movie right. are just. It's weird, like. Because they are in the, these right. roles, you expect more of it. Right, because you know what they can do. And I wonder in those types if if I would have had if I had that same reaction Wait. the first time I saw it. Oh yeah, I mean, because Chris Christoph Waltz, like at that point, was Inglorious Bastards out because I feel like that that was like his real right his I his like know. kind of comedic turn and Cameron Diaz. Well, she did I, she was something about Mary. Oh, and, and she all had that done stuff. Charlie's Angels, yeah. where she was kind of she was hilarious right. in those. Yeah, so that one definitely, I probably felt like she was underused when I first saw it. But I'm not sure about Christoph Waltz, if it's more apparent, like looking back from right. now. So, Inglorious Bastards came out in 2009. Oh, yeah, okay, so, so yeah, yeah. Okay, so all right, so at this point. Right, so we would expect more of them in these roles. Yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, because he's a good actor. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I just didn't find, I just didn't find, I, I think I didn't like it because of the characters. It just, well, they I mean, weren't like, fleshed Seth out Rogen was enough. great, Kino oh, yeah. was great, but I mean, overall, the movie was kind of like, eh. Yeah. It's I mean, entertaining, but like, I, I don't Seth know that Rogen I... think was good. Yeah. Like, he did a nice job. You know, I, I was very attracted to him in this movie. I'm not well, going to pretend. And I know that we're not really, we've only been... Ooh. Oh, my oh, sorry, Hal. Um, we've only been talking for like 25 minutes, so, I mean, this episode's probably not going to be too long, but... I mean, I don't know if we're at the point where we're ranking it, but honestly, the only reason that I watched this movie again was because um, we needed a one-off. Right. And I was right. like, well, we're going to probably watch it at some point anyway. So, yeah. Well, right, and, so I chose it. But like, it, honestly... I, I wanted to see it because I haven't seen it. Right. Yeah. And in the future, I think it's one of those movies where like, maybe like in 10 years, I will have forgotten mm -hmm. exactly how I felt watching it. Mm -hmm. And then I'll watch it again. How look? Oh, now you want to play? Now he's all excited because yeah. I startled him. Um, yeah, no. But yeah, because sometimes I have those where I'm just like, well, I remember this being a shitty movie, but for some reason I want to watch it again. Right, right. So I feel like that's kind of where this movie is. Yeah, no, I can see that. It's not unwatchable, it's but not, it's it not, wasn't unwatchable. Yeah. I just think. Yeah, it wasn't unwatchable. I don't think it was a bad movie. Uh huh. It just. Didn't keep my attention. Mm -hmm. It just, it was a movie that I was like, okay, it happened. I mean, I don't yeah. think it was the worst. I've seen worse movies. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen a, definitely better movies, and it just felt like, eh, it was a movie. You know what I, I... Very middle of the ground. Road. Road. Middle of the ground. <laughs> God. 
Anyway, um, you know what I was kind of thinking about is I wonder, because this, you know, comic was from the 30s. Mm-hmm. I wonder if if they had done it in kind of a, like, the Phantom way, where it was, like, supposed to have taken place in, like, the 30s right, or 40s. Right, right, Like, I wonder, I wonder what that movie would be well, like. that's... I wonder that, too. Mm-hmm. I think that is actually... Because even though the show came out in the 60s, I think it took place. In the 30s? It's, like, something like that. I don't know. But I, I didn't watch yeah. it. But I'm just saying, because I, I, I remember... I can picture stills yeah. of things. And so okay. I'm thinking, like, it's one of those movies, like The Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. Even though it came out in the 90s, it doesn't take place in the 90s or 80s. Right. Takes, you know, Indiana Jones. Yeah. All those stuff. Maybe they should well, have kept I, it in the past. Yeah, and I obviously... But I then think, Seth Rogen could have right, done it. that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. I think the main reason that they didn't is because right. you Seth Rogen, not that he... I don't think he can't play a 1930s character, but... I don't think that he I could. Don't think he, but I don't think he could have done. Well, also, so he, I believe. Well, because the wrote, problem is that movie. almost every single one of his characters right. is a stoner. Right. Stoner drunk. Right. Like that. Right. And that's just, but not that there weren't, I guess, stoners in the 30s, but like. But not like it is yeah. now. Um, I, I'm trying to look. There's a lot of history about... They've been trying to make a Green Hornet movie since 1992. Mm-hmm. Well, I, yeah, because I think the more that we do this, like, we find that... George Clooney was involved in one, in one version. Well, because I, uh, I feel Brad like... Brad Kinnear. Ooh. Jason Scott Lee. Okay. Um, like this, So there were the Mark War, Wahlberg. Wall? Wahlberg. Um, there were a lot of people. Yeah. Um, they wanted Jet Lee as Kate Cato in 2000. Um, there was just, there was just definitely a lot. I'm curious how, oh, I think I did know this. Uh, Kevin Smith was hired to write a, in 2004 was, mm-hmm. um, hired to write a version of this. But it's interesting because the more that we do this and the more that we, Jake like, Gyllenhaal. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just fascinated. <laughs> no, cause you're in love with Jake Gyllenhaal. I really am. Um, the more that we do this, um, every time, not every time, but a lot of times when we look back, there is this long history, long history, like mm-hmm. 20, 30 year history of the movie trying to get yes. made, which right. I think is very interesting. It is. And then and sometimes everything there's kind a of bad one aligned. getting made yeah. quickly or then they're doing this. So basically what Seth Rogen wanted when he was hired to play the lead and to kind of rewrite it. He wanted to make it like Lethal Weapon in 48 Hours. He wanted it to be a buddy action movie. Okay. So a buddy cop movie, kind of. All right. Um, so, and it, yes, I get that. The, the, they did a very nice job with the buddy. Right. You know, type situation. <laughs> oh, and Nicolas Cage was supposed to be the villain. Oh, see, I, yeah. I could Cause see. Because you could, he, he would hand written, that up. It was yeah. written for Nicolas Cage. Yeah. You could just tell. Because yeah. honestly, I could actually see him doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I actually see, I actually see that. I, I think it actually would have been better. I think Nicolas Cage would have been better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, eh, it just, it's a, it's a movie I didn't have a lot to say about. Yeah. You know, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like, well, like you said. 
Middle of the road. <laughs> Middle of the ground. <laughs> um, do you have any fun facts? Um, so Nicolas Cage was my fun oh, okay. fact about it because I just thought that was really I, interesting. I have one. Yeah. In the original radio incarnation, Britt Reed is the son of Dan Reed Jr., the nephew of John Reed, the Lone Ranger. Oh! Making the Green Hornet the grand nephew of the Lone Ranger. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Because the um, the Green Hornet debuted on the same radio station that the Lone Ranger debuted on. So, so now that I'm thinking, the Lone Ranger... I mean, the Green Hornet show did take place in this. I think did take place in the sixties. Okay, yeah. Because um, Kevin Smith wrote a Green Hornet meets Batman sixty six comic. Okay. And so they had like so Adam West Batman and Green Hornet had. It was nineteen sixty six to sixty seven. Yeah. Um, it was one season, and it had, Van Williams was the Green Hornet, and Bruce Lee was Cato. Wow. Wow. And um, Eddie Murphy wanted to be Britt Reed in 1992. They were also... um, It is fascinating to look at the history. I know. We should probably not do it on mic. Yeah, let me read you Wikipedia. (laughs) Um, No, but... uh, So, Van Williams and Bruce Lee were in the second season of the the 1960s Batman Mm -hmm. as... um, Oh, so they're like anti-heroes. Yeah. Yeah. They were, were they the... The Green Hornet Kid. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. So that, that was like, so the comic was like a continuation of that. Yeah. So oh, that's the, cool. the episode ended with Robin questioning whether the Green Hornet was really a good guy or a bad guy. Yeah. Even Batman himself was not sure. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to rate the movie. If I had to, I would say a five. Because <laughs> it was just very middle of the road. Yeah. But yeah. Do you want to add anything else? <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, I think... I don't know. Yeah, I'm glad I saw it. Now I can say I saw it, but yeah. I'm good with never seeing it again. I like how we have ideas about how to make it better, though. Yeah. I mean... And if Holly... I think that we need to write an email. Listen to us, Hollywood. <laughs> or I like to call them Holly Weird. Holly Weird. Okay, so for the Green Hornet 2, they go back in time to the 30s. Oh my gosh, and meet Batman 66. They throw Batman in it and you make a billion dollars. That would be interesting. I'm just saying. They're not so maybe not go back to the 30s, but like... No, go back to the 60s and do that. Well, I was just going to say... Well, I guess there's not like a real Batman. I, I mean, technically... There was a 30s Batman. I know. I'm yeah. saying... If you would just let me finish a fucking thought, currently, because I'm talking, okay, if they don't go back in time, if they stay in the present, so it would have to be Robert Pattinson's Batman. Or they could just make a new Batman. Yeah, I guess. Another one. Well, they keep throwing new Batmans and new Jokers Oh, you know what would have been funny, though? Um, Seth Rogen's Green Hornet with um, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. Ah, That would have been funny. Yeah. It would have been very angry. (laughs) Yeah. Bruce, uh, ben Affleck would have been. Yeah, very, he would have been. And that Batman pissed. would have been very angry. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's never going to be Batman. Well, again. I guess it's time for us to start our erotic fan fiction. <laughs> Green Hornet meets. You know what? I said that as a Zach joke, Snyder. but the moment it came out of my mouth, oh I, my I, I have never wanted to do anything. I more. would have to believe there's already fan fiction of that out there somewhere. There's probably fan fiction for everything. 
This doesn't mean that we don't do it. Right, There's 800 million Batman movies, and they continue to make more. It's true. It's true. It's true. So. All right, all right. All right, so speaking of. Oh, wait. Is, He's not in this one. What? Oh, what were we going to say? What? I was Batman's not in the next movie. Yes. I was saying, speaking of DC. Yes, I wasn't listening to you again. Because Green Hornet isn't DC. I don't think so. But I don't, I don't know what DC the comic books anything. were. Yeah. Oh, I think... I don't know why I want to say image. Um, come on, Hal. Ah, Hal. <laughs> uh, so the comic books, Helmet Comics, right. sometimes called Holyoke. Yeah. Uh, and then Harvey Comics. Yes. And then Arch. Dell Comics. Okay. And then... Gold Key Comics. Okay. In 1989, it was Now Comics. Oh my gosh. This is like a whole thing. Who knew? Uh, Dynamite Entertainment. Dynamite, yes. Yeah. Okay. In 2013, an eight-issue miniseries called Masks brought together famous heroes from the pulp era. It starred The Shadow, The Green Hornet, and Kato, The Spider, and a 1930s descendant of Zorro. Oh. I don't read that. I don't see that movie. It's not a movie. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so so now so this whole podcast started with the Marvel. Well, hold on. Universe. We have to rate that. We have to rate this movie. We I said to, five. Oh, you said five. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wasn't listening to you. I um. Yeah, like a four or five. I feel like in about ten years, I'll be like, you know, I think I want to watch yeah. that movie again. Or I could just listen to this podcast episode. That's true. And then remember why you Right. <laughs> and, like, save an hour and a half of my time. All right. So, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No. So, this whole podcast started with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And then we started doing one-offs and things like that. Yeah. So, now, we are going to start... And then, I guess it still exists? With yeah. With the DC Cinematic Universe when they were trying to start the whole... Marvel's doing it's it. It's like so a DC multiverse yeah, of movies. Right. It's, it's different <laughs> now, and now they're doing more one-offs, but they still have Wonder Woman who's in the same universe, and I think they're going to still do Flash at some Fingers point. Fingers crossed. Right. So, who knows, but we're starting basically the DC movies. So mm-hmm. we have Man of Steel first. Yeah. Then we'll do... So I just... Just so I remember. Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman was next? No Suicide Squad, I thought was first. Oh. Uh, well, you know what? We don't need to go over that now, but we'll <laughs> let you know as we look at it. But it just makes me think. I think Wonder Woman came out before that Suicide Squad. At Club. some point soon, I'm going to have to put money towards Suicide Squad. Just rent it, but still. Yeah. Money's going to be going more. Money's yeah. going to go to the hands of Suicide I Squad. I mean, we did, we did watch um, Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey. Yes. Um, but, but by the time we get to that, though, we'll be ready to watch it again. Yeah. And yeah. hopefully by the time we, hopefully if we really can stay, I mean, oh, Suicide Squad 2. Eight, well, I was thinking more Wonder Woman 84. Oh, 84. Because yeah. that's in June. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> I mean. We'll try to do, I mean, I mean, we have to self-isolate. But, right? Yeah. We'll but, just wear masks and talk yeah. to each other. If we have to do a Zoom meeting, we'll do a Zoom meeting. A Zoom meeting for this. <laughs> All right, so. Um, I guess I've been Allison. I've been Parker. And this has been Insert Super <laughs> So low energy. It was just, it's one of those movies. I feel like I felt the same way with The Shadow. Not The Shadow. The Shadow.
If you send a phantom, I will gut punch you. I hate you.